Hey gang, it's your girl Anisha. Hey y'all, it's Jordan. And welcome to the Grippy Sock Pod. Ooh, that sounds so nice. It does. Okay, so welcome to our inaugural episode of the Grippy Sock Pod. And I bet you're wondering, Grippy Socks? Yes, you stumbled onto a mental health podcast created by two burnt out nurses. (laughs) (laughs) Just trying to navigate life and mental health. Period. So let's introduce ourselves, Jordan. So my name's Jordan. We've covered that. I am 31 years old, single to all the, you know, whoever wants to come and sweep me off my feet. Okay. I am born in born in California, raised in back-ass country, North Carolina. I am an OB nurse, switching to the ICU for a second time. And yeah, I am mentally ill. Anisha. Okay. Um, I don't have to say my name for the third time. You know who I am. Uh, 30 years old. I'm a single mom. Single and not looking right now. Let's let's be honest. Uh, dating's very ghetto out there. And there's sewage in the dating pool, pond, sea, whatever we are calling that thing. Can't be a part of that. Um, I am too an OB nurse. I'm not switching to the ICU. Um, I'm going to stay in OB nurse for a while, but I'm trying to transition into an MP student. So if you know some MP schools out there that want to take me, you got connections. I'm putting myself out there. Okay. You got somebody to be my recommendation. Let me know. Your girl's trying to get in school. Um, and I too am mentally ill. <laughs> you Sometimes you got to laugh from crying. Okay. So. We're mentally ill, and I think there's this big stigma behind mentally ill because you're, oh my God, these people are mentally ill. They need to be in a facility. No. No, no, at all. A lot of America's walking around mentally ill. We're very high functioning, okay? Including some of the people that take care of you in the hospital. This is true. Your um, pilots, the truck drivers that deliver your food. Okay. Even the girlies that work at McDonald's are mentally ill. Exactly. And you still get your uh, double cheeseburgers all the same. <laughs> they still have all the onions on them. And you're just fine with that. So, mentally ill. Like I said, big stigma that comes with that. It's just, it's just something that you are. And mentally ill can be from schizophrenic to generalized anxiety. It's a very broad spectrum. There's a whole DSM-5. We'll get into that later. Not today, though. I didn't say I was going to break down the whole DSM-5 today. The first episode. Um, So we're going to talk about what our mental health, our mental illnesses are. So I have been diagnosed with major depressive disorder with reoccurring episodes. So when I first went, I could have sworn that I just had seasonal depression. (laughs) Um, which is also known as seasonal affective disorder. I still just think I have that, but some, we have professionals for that professionals that say otherwise. So whatever. Um, also been diagnosed with anxiety related to other mental disorders. I work at night. I'm not anxiety. Did I say anxiety? You did say anxiety. Insomnia related to other mental health disorders, but I work at night. So 
I feel like people that work at night have insomnia. Yeah. I don't really know what. If you work at night, your sleep just fucked up. It, it's just this. It's, it's I don't just know this. why they decided to put that on a piece of paper somewhere. It is what it is. I can't sleep well, but I work at night. So I feel like that's why. But whatever. They put that down. Me, on the other hand, I have been diagnosed with general anxiety disorder, which can works. It fits me perfectly well. I'm, you asked Anisha, I'm anxious about flicking her, flickering the lights on in my damn house. I get, just get anxious all the time. Just her. On the entire day. That's just me. I'm anxious sitting here talking. It's the sound effects for me. <laughs> I had to take my hydroxazine just to make this podcast. That's how bad my anxiety is. And along with other self-diagnoses, but we'll talk about that later. You know, just me trying to navigate life with anxiety. Okay. So he brought up his hydroxazine, which other known as Adorex. We're going to talk about what meds we're on. So I'm supposed to take Wellbutrin. However, <laughs> um, I've been out of Wellbutrin for like a month now. And I have rescheduled a refill appointment, but then it got, and then first I canceled it, but then it got canceled and now it's rescheduled. Um, I also take Trazodone to go to sleep because I was sleeping. I was awake for like 26, 30 hours at a time. I don't think that's a thing that people should really do. Um, <laughs> it didn't work well for me. I fell asleep at stoplights quite often when I did that. So... I now take Trazodone to go to sleep. Not every night, just the nights that I have to go to sleep the times of regular people. Um, I too have Adorex, but it's not for anxiety. I get this like weird itching. It's weird. I don't know. I've been talking to my PCP about it, but I might keep it for anxiety and talk to my psychiatrist about it, which I have a psychiatrist. She's a lovely African lady. I'm I'm not gonna put her name out here, okay? Because she might listen to me. I don't know. Okay. I also have a therapist, a lovely black lady. I really want to shout her out because she's good. You, but then she's already booked. I don't want you to get your hopes up thinking that you're gonna go to her, and you're not. Please don't, because I couldn't even get in. But you have a therapist. Therapist. I have been therapist hopping for the last few months. Finally came. And you know what? Shout out to BetterHelp. This is not a paid promotion, but if y'all do decide to pay me, come on. I ain't going to stop y'all. I have found from what hopefully it seems a consistent therapist. Even though she was, even though she got locked out of her account last week. But you know, we'll, we are working with that. So, but shout out to her. And as far as me, I am on Adorax. I probably should benefit from being on something else, but for now, we're going to stick to Adorax as needed. My PCP won't let me in his office, probably because he knows I'm <laughs> mentally ill. <laughs> and so, no, like on a for real note, I did try to get in, but they're all like, you know, come after Thanksgiving, and I'm not going to no doctor after Thanksgiving, sir. I'm not. That's just not. I'm going to the doctor after Thanksgiving. I, I was two hours away. I'm not driving this oh. here for that. I wasn't going to leave the comfort of my mama house just to be seen. So maybe sometime in the, within the next few weeks I can get put on. And I feel like I could probably benefit from a mood stabilizer. Mm -hmm. Especially okay. recently. Okay. Maybe a mood stabilizer. Or at least something more long term versus just Adorax as needed. 
So you said you were therapist hopping. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. How many therapists have you had since you decided to start going to therapists? Including the one I have now, four. Four. Yes. It, how many have been through better help? The one now, three. Three. Okay. Okay. Three. Three. You know, straight man, barber hop, I therapist hop. If it ain't a match, it ain't a match. If it ain't clicking, it ain't clicking. And why do we think it's not clicking? They're just not giving what I need them to give. So y'all remember that episode of Insecure where Molly starts to go see Dr. Rhonda? That's what I need. I need a Dr. Rhonda. And I wasn't finding my Dr. Rhonda. But I now have my Dr. Rhonda. Okay, but let's also take accountability for some things. So I don't know how to therapist, apparently. I don't know how to do therapy. I didn't, didn't know there was an instructional guy to do therapy, but you know. So There's wait. not an instructional guy. I feel the shade, okay? You just need to know that therapy is work. So per my last therapy session, I have high expectations of therapy, and I'm working on that. You know, my therapist did break that down. So, you know, hopefully she's the one. But hopefully we get somewhere after this because she did explain why I have high expectations for everything. Yes. Therapy is work. Mm-hmm. And you did have high expectations. I think the listeners need to know this, okay? We want y'all all to be in therapy and go to therapy. Because if you say that you have never experienced trauma in your life, you're a liar. Yep. Someone has died in your family. Someone has, you've been in a relationship and you've been wronged and it's just changed the way that you see relationships. Um, you, you have self-esteem issues. They're all of these things. Someone has all of these. Something, okay, that you need to talk to someone about. And you know what? You can't talk to your grandma like you talk to your therapist. It's, it's not the same conversation. Not at all. At all. You need someone that is going to be... You need someone that's going to be looking outside the box. Yes, and that's not involved in the situations that you that you talk about. Someone that doesn't have a stake in your life. That's why you need a therapist. And Friends are great, but they still... Are in that box. Exactly. There is still, and for my gays out there, even if you're part of the LGBTQ and whatever other letters they want to add on nowadays... I think it's like QIA. QIA, and then there's a plus, whatever comes after after that plus. Oh, yeah, LGBTQIA plus. Sure. You also have experienced trauma just because, just the fact that you're gay. You need to go see therapy because, you know, sometimes coming out can be traumatic. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay. There's going to be a whole other episode, I'm pretty sure, about that at some point in life. Yeah. Also... If you're a person of color, if you are a woman, the list goes on. Hispanics. Everybody has trauma. Hispanics are people of color. Oh, yes, they are. Exactly. Brown is a color. Put some respect on it. Under the whites, we're all the same. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Um, So, yeah. Everyone needs to go see therapy. That's who me and Jordan are. Those are our diagnoses, medications, all the things. And before someone says, oh, I can't afford therapy, that's a, that's a lie. BetterHelp has this option where you can put in your income, even if you have to fake your income. Hell, I did. 
You, you can fake your income. Better help if you're listening. You didn't hear this. <laughs> you can fake your income and you can, they'll give you a price that's reasonably priced. It's, I think it, for me, it was like half the price. And they'll pay, you pay that every month, but you'll pay that up. You'll pay that up for a few months. And it's still reasonably priced. Like for me, it was $200 for four months. I'm just paying in $50, $50 a month. So that's not bad. Okay. You spend $50 going to the bar. This is true. You can do that for your mental health. I have insurance, so I just pay a copay. And I think, so I go every two weeks. So that would be $40 a month. So it's about the same. The same. So it's about the same. Or is it $10 for that? I forget. Hmm. I forget my copay. It's 10 because it was 10 for me when I was going through oh, insurance. Mm. Okay, yeah. so $20 a month is what I pay for my mental health. $20 a month? I go twice. Oh, twice. twice a month? Two. Okay. Yeah. I know how to do math. Okay. I was confused. It's not my strong suit, but I know numbers. I go on a weekly basis unless my therapist decides to lock herself out of her account. Then I go whenever she can log back in. Yeah. So, uh, a thing about people that have never done therapy, we're telling you all these things and you're just like, ah, oh, I don't know. Basic things. So, when you first go... You can either go every week, multiple times. I don't. I don't think a lot of people. I guess better help is probably different, but I don't know if they'll see you more than like twice a week in the office. Mm-hmm. Um, just because how much of a need there is for mental health professionals. Um, but a lot of times they'll start you off weekly if you feel like that's something you can do. Which when I started going to therapy, I never went weekly because I said that's too much of an obligation on me like I would if I look at my planner now there's a million things for me to do if I added therapy every week in there it would just be overwhelming so I go twice a week in the hopes that eventually I can just go once a month and then you know only go every once in a while just so get to that maintenance phase of therapy was it hard for you to start going to therapy to initiate therapy um, no, because I knew that I needed help. I was dropping, crying in the car rider line, dropping my kid off. And I had absolutely no reason why I was doing that. I had, hmm. it just didn't make sense. Nothing yeah. had upset me. I would go on long drives to nowhere. I was like, I need to go see somebody. I don't think this is a thing people do. Yeah. I don't think they drive with no destination in sight and, and cry for no reason. I drive with this with no particular destination, but I don't cry. But I just do it just because to get out of the house. Oh. So that is a thing. Well, I, I was crying. That's different, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, no. I need to go somewhere. <laughs> also, also, I had a horrible depression pit, which depression pit is when your house just looks insane. And it just more things pile up and more things pile up. And you have to like walk around the things and it's just a lot. Because I'm really a firm believer in the, the theory chaos begets chaos. So there's all this stuff around you. Your life is just chaotic. And that was mm-hmm. another indicator there. Hmm. Which is usually a good indicator. If like everything is all over the place, it's just like, what does my mind look like? Yeah. I have those moments where I'm like, hmm, let's evaluate. <laughs> How did you feel after your first appointment? Um, I don't necessarily 
feel like I felt better. I just felt validated. Mm. I felt very validated. That's good because I feel like one of the most important things when it comes to therapy is that whatever you're feeling, it's valid. I know a lot of people try to invalidate people's feelings and like, oh, well, you shouldn't feel that way. No, but you should. Or you have the right. Or I feel like anything other than that, then you're just repressing feelings. That's good stuff. Yeah. So we're going to dive into our next segment, which is going to be one of our reoccurring segments of our podcast. And it's called Mental Health Check-In. So, you know how people are like, oh, check on your strong friend. It's kind of like that. People love to say that. They love to say check on your strong friend. So, we're just going to chime in and say how we are really doing. Because people are like, oh, how are you? Oh, I'm good. Your favorite thing to say is I'm good. Mm-hmm. I think we just tell people we're good. So, A, we believe it. Or B... They don't ask any more questions. But deep down, sis, you ain't good. <laughs> You're bad. You followed the part. You're down you is bad. In the gravel. Okay, Jordan, how are you this week? Me. Mixed emotions. Okay. What is the mix? So, as you know, I'm leaving the comfort of my OB world. Mm-hmm. So, that's one of the most scariest things for me. For me, the scariest thing for me is to step out of my comfort zone. I'm going back to the ICU. Of course, I'm fearful to fail out of the ICU again. That's one thing I would hate to do because I don't want to fail out and then have to go back to my comfort zone. The first time I did it, because fine, whatever, it happened. But this time, I feel I just don't want to come back because I want to succeed where I want to be in. So I've been scared. I've been fearful. I feel like my depression always just lingers in the background. Mm-hmm. Like the other day I slept for the entire day Woke up with a headache I'm pretty sure that's not normal Pretty sure people don't just wake up with a headache It's also a sign of sleep apnea Just like you know mm. Anyway continue. Mm. I'm sorry Well, not Look not trying to invalidate <laughs> your, <laughs> your depression We just talked about this invalidating <laughs> not trying to invalidate my, your depression My sleep experiences You may also have sleep apnea just Probably, <laughs> Probably And let's see what else What else what else can't forget the anxiety because, you know, I'm a bitch with anxiety. I just live with anxiety all the time. Had to take hydroxyl and my Adorex to go to my unit the first day because I was nervous. And it worked. Okay. Let's see what else. Other than that, just regular schmegular me. Okay. What about you, Anisha? Um, tired. And, you know... My baseline is tired, but mm-hmm. also my daughter took like this what is it? Like those BuzzFeed quizzes, and she took a BuzzFeed quiz to like figure out what kind of mom I am. BuzzFeed quiz. Yeah. You know how people What yeah. what did it say? I'm a tired mom. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like I was like, why, why did it say tired mom? And she's like, because you're always sleepy and you just, <laughs> you like to lay around. I'm dead. So apparently I'm tired, which I, I probably am. This week, actually, I, one of the reasons that I like really, one of these days this week, I, really tried to reschedule my appointments because 
before when I first like last year when I said I had seasonal depression, I would drop my kid off at school and mm-hmm. I would do nothing else until it was time to pick her up. Like I would go home and go to sleep and sleep the whole time and then get her, get her together, take another nap and then wake up and go to work. Mm-hmm. So last week I did that. It was also cold though. Oh my God. I, I It's really hard for me to do stuff when it's cold and it's hard for me to distinguish if it's my depression or I'm really just, I can't do cold. I don't know. So either I was tired and depressed this week or I was tired and cold. Um, I also have, so we never touched on earlier things that we feel like we are self-diagnosed with. Mm. Oh yeah. we forgot Um, well, I'm going to touch on it real quick. So I have self-diagnosed myself with ADHD, um, because whenever it's time, I mean, several different reasons, but whenever it's time to do something, I, okay, I'm going to do this one task. And I end up trying to do 12 things and never get the one task done. Or I sit for so long and like procrastinate out of the thought of I'm going to try to do 12 things at one time. Mm. And it's just like, no, I don't need to do that. So this week coming up, I have two weeks of vacation to do absolutely nothing. But I'm going to do things like I'm not going anywhere or any of that. It is a staycation. staycation. I did that on purpose so I can get some stuff done in my house before the new year comes and to just, I don't know, take time to myself. But so self-diagnosed with ADHD, the week is, the week is coming up starting my vacation. And I just feel like not necessarily anxious about it, but somewhat because I just don't want to say that I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And do nothing because I'm trying to do Q, W, and P. Like, yeah. make it make sense. Yeah. So, I just really need to be very focused on the task that I set aside for myself for these next 14 days. Hmm. And I'm not trying to overwhelm myself with that. It's not like I'm like, I'm going to do all this stuff on Monday. It's just like, no, I just really have one thing that I'm going to do tomorrow. And what is that? It's put together my daughter's bed frame that's been sitting in my sunroom for about three weeks now. So that's <laughs> that's my task for tomorrow. Uh, I'm weak. And yes, that's my check-in for the week. So we hope that y'all look forward to our check-ins every week. Every uh, week. Next segment is self-love and care. So one of the biggest things I feel like with overcoming depression and living with your mental health is telling yourself that you love you in spite of all the things that society tells you about mental health or that you feel about your mental health, that you still love you, even though it takes you 40 minutes to decide what you're going to get at Taco Bell. Yep. It's okay. Mm -hmm. You still love you. So what did we do? Last week to say I love you to ourselves. Jordan? I went on the bench spree and decorated my house Christmassy. Ooh, tis the season. It is. Ooh, because I'm a Christmas girly. <laughs> Even though Anisha claims I have a black soul, but Christmas is my <laughs> favorite holiday. Don't tell the people I you said you have a black soul. I'm Hispanic. I'm Mexican. So, you know, holidays are really special to us. So, 
I now have a total of one, two, three, what, five Christmas trees in, in my apartment. Five. Five. I got the big one, my Charlie Brown Christmas tree, and then the two doorway Christmas trees on my balcony right now. Oh, then the one you And then the one I bought today. Okay. So, yeah. So, I have my whole house decorated in Christmas. Um, Give you context, y'all. Jordan stays in a one-bedroom, one-bath. And is approximately 800 square feet. Okay, just just so y'all can just so y'all know feel the the Christmas there. It's a lot, <laughs> it's a, it's a lot going on in eight hundred square feet, <laughs> and I have a Christmas wreath hanging on my window. Okay, so yeah, that's what I did today, this week for self care, self love. It works for me. Actually, it works for me because the last few days I've been coming in my house and bam, Christmas. It's like Christmas threw up in my house. Been uplifting. It's been uplifting. I just need a candle that smells like pines. Mm. Just need to feel holly and jolly. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that's into the, you know. You need that spray I spray earlier that tis the season. So I can go down my throat. <laughs> <laughs> I almost died, y'all. Oh my gosh. Bath and Body Works, tis the season. Bath and Body Works, if you want to sponsor this pot, let me know because <laughs> tis the season will get you right. In your throat. In the mood mm. for holidays. Mm. No Bath and Body Works blasphemy on this podcast. All Thank right. you. Okay, so what I did, I went to a chiropractor for the first time. And I got adjusted. And I really loved it. It's like she gave me a new neck. <laughs> um, I just went in there and I was like, lately, I don't know, there's been a lot of tension in my neck and my shoulder. And she said, oh, yeah feel this this is gonna be good you know and it was she gave me a new neck she told me to stop sleeping on my stomach it's horrible for me um she told me to never try and do jump squats or burpees because they're bad on the joints um oh she told me i need to probably get new pillows for my bed which i haven't yet but i'm in the process of like doing a whole bed revamp anyway so i'll make sure shout out to dr wilson at uh what's it called i wouldn't say the place but go ahead mm, wherever it is whatever it is i i can send people to dr wilson hmm. i guess you can anyway i guess it's not as private as your other ones yeah um anyway um she's a she's a good one though i like her but yeah that's what i did for myself and how did that make you feel afterwards how did you feel physically i just felt light what about mentally um, I felt rejuvenated. Rejuvenated. Yeah. I feel like I should go try to get it cracked. But you know they be having videos on TikTok where they be like, if they crack your neck wrong, you just... Yeah, but you can also die riding down the road. Mm. You know? Yeah, I guess you're right. Y- you but, gotta be willing to, to gamble for the benefit. But it'll be my luck that I just end up paralyzed down from the neck down. And I, I'm single now. I'm really gonna be single then. Mm. You also voluntarily get on an airplane. I do, but you know they say it's safer to get on a plane than, than it is to drive a car. Mm-hmm. It's probably safer to get adjusted than it is to drive a car. Maybe. It's very dangerous to drive a car. Mm-hmm. It is, especially the way I drive. Mm, I can see you know that curve we hit earlier, too? We don't need to talk about that. <laughs> anyway. Ah. So, what's to come here on the pod? Um, next week... Yeah, next week we're going to have 
all the same segments, but we're going to add mental health in the news, mm-hmm. uh, where we're going to hit on some hot topics, some trending things, referring to mental health or people that have mental illness. Mm-hmm. So that'll be good stuff. That should be good. That should be good because I feel like a lot of people don't keep up with the news. You know, whatever news we get is through TikTok. Well, for me anyway. Or Instagram. Or Instagram. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do people even still get on Facebook? Yes. Hmm. We know people still get on Facebook. Hmm. Yes, we do. Never mind. <laughs> I take my comment. That's back. an inside joke. <laughs> you you can't know. You can't uh, know. But people still get on Facebook. So yes, they do. We're going to hit on that, and we're just really excited to see where the pod goes because, you know, I forgot to tell y'all that y'all are the groupie sock gang. Um, Yes, you, the listeners, are the groupie sock gang. Gang, gang. And you got to be out there repping the groupie got. Oh, gosh. Oh, that's wow. a, what was that? That's a tongue twister. That was coming out your throat. Groupie sock gang in these streets, Okay. That it's okay to be mentally ill. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you can even make light of your situation to help you get through it. Yep. Because I definitely make light of mine every day. Exactly. Every day. So, this was your girl, Anisha. And this is your boy, Jordan. And we're signing out. Bye, y'all.